out. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hear Me Out. My name's RJ. My name's Blay, and this is the podcast where two selfish best friends, that would be RJ Thieneman and myself. Is it mm. Thieneman? My is full it, name. Is it I'm Thieneman? surprised you knew my last is name. Is it Thieneman or Thieneman? I can't believe you knew my last name. It's Thieneman. Okay. Got At it the right. Bob Evans we used to go to all the time, they would say Thieneman for four. Yeah, okay. And they got it wrong every time. My mom loved it. All right, well, it's a guess on my part. But two selfish best friends try to become better friends by convincing the other one to take up a new hobby, like a new passion, or explore a new idea. Oh. Uh, every week we have a new theme. We have a new expert guest. And the loser today, RJ or myself, will be donating to a new charity. RJ, what is the theme today and what is the charity you or I will be donating to? Okay, today's theme is, uh, it has to do with language. Okay, so uh, the charity today is the Endangered Language Fund. It's this really cool charity. There's roughly 7,000 languages spoken worldwide. And... It's predicted that at least half are going to disappear in this century. So this place, uh, they support documentation and revitalization of the world's endangered languages. If you guys want to donate, you can go to endangeredlanguagefund.org. I love that. And the reason why uh, we're doing this kind of charity, RJ, is because today I am going to try to convince you to learn Spanish. Or as it's known in some circles, Espanol. So, yeah. Yep, that's right. Your boy speaks a word. This is going to be your most difficult challenge yet, because there's no way I'm learning Spanish. (laughs) Well, you know what? I've brought along an amazing expert guest to bolster my, frankly, airtight arguments. Uh, Please welcome Claudia Lorenzo, the author of Cinema and a Hundred Questions, which, by the way, if you want to read it, it's only in Spanish, dude. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta learn Spanish to read this book. Claudia, welcome. How are you? Hi, very well. That's that's the first point, RJ. You have to read Thanks. my book, yeah. so you have to learn Spanish. Yeah, motherfucker. I, know. I will say this is a strong start just to bring Claudia, who is one of the sweetest, nicest people I know on earth. Claudia, you live in Spain. Where in Spain do you live? I do. At the moment, I live in Madrid. Although I'm from the north, from a place called Asturias. Wow. Now, Claudia, you speak amazing English. How long did, well, better than me. Mine is mostly swear words. Mine is mostly swears and like a lot of filler. Yeah, a lot of like Dr. Seussian. Like Dr. Seussian isn't an adjective, but I just make that stuff up. Um, How did you, did you learn a language at a very early age in school? Where did you, how did you learn English um, and how long did it take you to learn? Um, I started learning English, you know, my, my English is going to be rusty now after what you said, but, um, just the fact you could say my English is going to be rusty means you're good at English. (laughs) That's good. You can even say that. I barely know the word rusty. I don't, I, I, we, and we know a guy named rusty. So there you go. (laughs) Um, I think I, I started at six or seven years old. Um, my parents, yeah, my parents were very, um, like they they don't speak English, but they were very insistent in that I had to learn English for my future. So I started at that age. And then when I was 12, I started going to England and Ireland uh, during the summers. Oh, my God, so awesome. I could practice. And I think about, yeah, when I was 17, 18, I thought, 
I could speak quite good English, not the best. The, I improved after I lived in the States for three years. But um, but I think at 17, 18, I was okay with it. I could watch. Do you know any other, do you know any other languages or is it just those two? Um, I think I can read and I can understand French and I can kind of talk and write it, but it's very difficult. But it's a language that I adore, so I keep trying to learn it. And I keep failing at it. But yeah, every time I see a French person, I try to um, practice with them. But yeah. That's great. Uh, yeah. You, uh, the fact that you even just said that you are like, le- kind of know it means that you know it. So you know three <laughs> languages. Yeah, you do. And I, and I think that's kind of, it's interesting, like, because, so I had, one of the reasons why I want RJ to learn is because I can't. <laughs> You know how people are like, you know how people are tone deaf when it comes to music? Yeah. Like, that's how I am when it comes to other languages. I've taken five years of French. Mm-hmm. I lived with a family in Quebec for a summer. <laughs> oh, my it's, God. Yeah. I took two years of German. I took a year of Spanish. I can't speak any of it. <laughs> of course not. Uh, I can uh, read a bit of French, which is cool. Um, but yeah, and, and it just doesn't, my sister, by the way, at one point can speak six languages. RJ, I don't know if you knew that. My sister at one point, yeah, like awesome, like multilingual, like gets it. Like, and so she, I don't know if this is the way biology works, but she got all of like those genes, (laughs) like the brain, brain genes. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Brain genes. (laughs) Uh, and so, uh, but yeah, but for me, I, I can't. Um, so that's kind of one of the reasons why I want RJ to learn, but it's a real tragedy because, well, on many levels, but also I'm such a big reader mm-hmm. that, you know, I don't like reading uh, translated works. Yeah. Very, very like Murakami, uh, uh, like I don't like reading him because I, I know it's not the right, even even the, the translation isn't exactly what it is. I, I like in reading um, uh, uh, an author in a, a, a different language than they wrote uh, to like listening to music in another room. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it feels like when I'm reading an author who's been translated. I mean, Jorge Borges maybe, but like is maybe the only one. But but so that's one of the reasons why I wish I could speak other languages mm-hmm. because it's important. Like what you want to say, how you communicate is so exactly. important and. It doesn't always translate those ideas mm-hmm. and that stuff. Like, is there a phrase in Spanish that doesn't quite translate to English the way you want it to? Like a feeling or a thought or a memory? Is there is there or or even like a like slang that doesn't quite that you can't quite put into English? Um I I don't think of I can't think of one thing right now, but I know speaking English, like I can communicate very well in English, but many, yeah. many times there are things that I'm short for words. Even if I know the right. words that I want to say, it's not the same emphasis or the same words that I would say, the same tone that I would use if I was speaking my native language, of course. Yeah, it, it's, Just, it's like it's ill-fitting clothes um, yeah. in, in a weird way. The, I, to, to your point, Blay, the uh, one of my favorites, I don't know the word, but when I went to Japan, I learned that there is a word 
for the stack of unread books next to your bedside yeah. table. Well, like awesome. there's a word for that, which <laughs> right. is so cool. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. And there's a, it's interesting. Yeah. And, and speaking of Japanese uh, particularly, there's this great YouTube series. Well, Claudia, you would love this being, being into film called every frame a painting. Okay. It's on YouTube. It's free. It's all about film. And he does, uh, this guy, Tony Zhu does a whole, uh, episode, which is only like 12 minutes on why you should read subtitles versus hear it watching a dubbed movie. And he says subtitles are so important for that exact reason, because that's like another layer. When you're dubbing something, it's another layer of wrongness because you have to fit it into the words of somebody's mouth. And he uses this example, which I use a lot and I want to use today. This is when when we decided to do, I'm going to try to convince RJ to learn Spanish. This is the example I immediately thought of, which is, he kind of there's a, a scene in a movie of the Yakuza, right? Mm-hmm. The, the Japanese mafia. And they're going to go, you know, fuck somebody up. <laughs> All right. And the dubbed version is uh, they say, let's go get those guys and show them we mean business. OK. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he and then Tony says the actual translation that's closer to what the actual Japanese words are if you translated it specifically like word for word is let us go show these men our influence and mm. those are very different ideas yes. yeah. let's go show these yes. guys who mean business like and just and I think about that a lot when I think about different languages and forcing everything into English versus mm-hmm. a native language what what you were asking me about the words in the word that is in Spanish that is not in English. Usually, for me, it's the opposite because English has a um, ah. larger vocabulary than Spanish. So I'm speaking Whoa. Spanish, and I think, wow, there is a word in English that is just exact for this. But when when it comes to exact words, I mean, but the opposite is that there is a musicality in Spanish that it's not in like English is much more straightforward. Mm. Like you go to the point. Yeah. Whereas the Spanish is more like we we're taking our time, kind of like yeah. we are. Yeah, it does. It does seem a little more Spanish. Does seem a little more like uh, this is the wrong way to say it, but almost like sing songy. Like kind there's like emphasis almost like it all kind of flows. I guess a lot of the Romance languages are mm-hmm. are a little bit like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, English feels kind of utilitarian. Like it's just like this is what we're saying exactly how we're saying it, but there's no like finesse. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. And it's so interesting because I I feel like every time I've taken a trip or heard anyone speak, you know, a bit immersed in uh, Mm -hmm. Spanish or French, I would say, yeah, I guess romance languages. Yeah. RJ, I agree. It feels like you can speak so quickly in such a stream and it feels like, wow. Like, and I'm always like, man, I'm missing out. What are they talking? And they're like, just going back and forth. It's, I actually went, uh, I was in Italy for a little while and I went to a brag. Uh, I went to a, uh, have you heard of it? (laughs) Ever heard of Italy? Uh, but I went to a, like a, poetry reading which you know i don't speak italian but i was like yeah i'll go to this thing and it there was all i remember was the parts that were supposed to be because it was also set to music they read to music the parts that were supposed to sound the most like romantic and like lovey-dovey 
were so like beautiful and wow. like the way the words came out of the mouth were so beautiful. And at the same time, the parts that were supposed to sound the angriest and like the most insane were like horrifying. Cause <laughs> the way it came out, like it just, I don't know. Yeah. There's just something more expressive. I think about some of the romance languages. Totally mm-hmm. agree. Totally agree. Yeah. That's amazing. Now, Claudia, uh, you wrote this fantastic book, cinema and a hundred questions being a cinemaphile. What are some films um, that you wish Americans watched more often? Are are there any films, uh, uh, Spanish films, any films that are not like uh, native? Yeah, that aren't in English. That aren't in English that you feel like we're missing out on that we should watch? Well, most of Spanish cinema, um, I think think, uh, now in in the States, uh, Pedro Almodovar is pretty well known. I think. But apart from him, there are many more uh, filmmakers in Spain that are not, um, they don't reach uh, the United States. And and the reason is the Spanish, actually. The the language is the reason. So I think there are like, um, there is one filmmaker, a classic filmmaker in in Spain called Luis Garcia Berlanga. And the other day I learned that he's not famous all over the world because like he's around the same age uh, around it's from around the same time as Buñuel, but Berlanga, it's not possible to translate because the characters in his films uh, speak very fast and all at the same time, just like Spaniards do. So it's really difficult to translate the, the world that we live in and the way we talk even in subtitles, because it's so fast that it's there's no way that people can understand what's going on. So yeah, I would think I think I would love people to watch Berlanga, uh, but I don't know if it's possible if you don't speak Spanish. So RJ, wow, that's a, that's cool, <laughs> really interesting. Yeah. That's uh, really you interesting. say you say they speak uh, all at the same time, yeah. like Spaniards yeah. do. That brings me to a question, which is: so Cloudy and I have a mutual friend who is from Mexico. Yes. And one thing that's interesting is the differences in Spanish between Claudia, who's from Spain, and uh, our friend Melissa, who is from Mexico. Like, I I almost feel, Claudia, if I'm wrong, and please tell me when I'm wrong, your Spanish is a little more posh. I feel like it's a little more like, uh, I feel like you're speaking a snootier Spanish. Um... I don't know if I would say posh. I like better the Spanish that is spoken in Latin American, Mexican included. Really? Yes, because oh, it's, wow. it's softer. It's like um, we are like the English of the Spanish speakers. We are very rough for okay. everyone. Yeah. And and the Latin Americans, yeah, like, um, they just sing. Yeah. Well, like an example is, and I'm going to get this wrong, but an example is girl in Spanish is E-L-L-A, right? Ella? Yeah. Well, that's... But you would say... That's she. Or is it not girl? She, 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 not girl. I don't know Spanish, clearly. (laughs) But she is E-L-L-A, Ella. Mm -hmm. But wouldn't you you say Asia? Um, Wouldn't you give it a different, like... I think they would more than we do. They, we're... Because we have the the two L's, and then we have the the Y, 
And in theory, those are two different sounds. But in Spain, we don't do the difference. And in Latin America, oh, some countries do it uh, better than we do. But for example, most of Latin America and some of the south of Spain, they use um, ustedes, which is like the polite version of you. And we use just our vosotros, which is like the straightforward version of you. So... In that sense, for them, when we speak to them, we're a bit rude sometimes because we're all, yeah, yeah, it's true. So that's like how I speak to RJ, basically. <laughs> RJ, Th- RJ Thineman, basically. Yeah. That's how I speak to RJ. I never well, knew Claudia, we are... how you say that, sorry. There you, you go. Yeah, yeah, neither did I. I took a guess. <laughs> and kind of don't care because I don't respect him. But uh, Claudia, we are, I- I'm so excited you're here uh, today because I feel like we're already breaking down RJ's barrier of, <laughs> no. of not wanting to learn Spanish. But uh, I'm going to try. I've got some arguments. I'm going to try to convince um, RJ he should take up Espanol right after the break. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. We're here with author of Cinema in 100 Questions, but only in Spanish, uh, <laughs> Claudia Lorenzo, um, one of our good friends. Claudia, you're you and Blair trying to convince me to learn Spanish. Let me just say before you get into the arguments, people have tried to teach <laughs> oh, me Spanish. I have they? have I took Spanish. This might speak more to the Kentucky school district. <laughs> uh, I took Spanish for twelve years. What? From first grade what? through <laughs> high school. Then I took it for one year in college, but that was it. And but but here's the problem. Here's what happens. And what everyone in the United years? States, um, here's I feel like why. we got here's, hoodwinked here. No, I feel listen, like we, which is a, Claudia. That's a term meaning uh, fucked. We got totally <laughs> fucked because you didn't tell me this. No, so I think people in the United States, Blay, you would. I bet you would relate to this. The reason my Spanish is bad. And the reason I only know the super basics, I didn't even know Aya was she, I thought it was her, whatever. Or maybe it's the opposite. I don't even remember from when you told me five seconds ago. But the reason it sucks so much is because every first day of the new school year, you would go to Spanish class and you would learn the same things again. Chapter one in every book was hola. It was like all the most basic stuff and you never really got the opportunity to get anything better. Also, I think the best way to learn a language is to immerse yourself. Yeah, I agree. Which I you haven't I done. Can't do <laughs> I haven't done. Can't or what? You live friend. in California. Those are, those are yeah. What the fuck? You are immersing exactly. yourself in it, motherfucker. Exactly. And I'm not. I haven't gotten anywhere. Ridiculous. Well, I think. Look, I I, I see your point. I understand it. I think it's the cl- I when I was in school. I was in high school. I didn't read a single in four years. I didn't read a single book for a book report. I lied and faked my way through every single book report. Me too. And after high school in college, true story, the first year in college, I read every single book that I was supposed to have. And many of them were good because I had to learn on my own terms. Yeah. So I think right off the bat, you make a great point, which is I think that. Schools do in America at least do a terrible job 
of trying to teach other languages. I brought up before, I took four year, five years of French, two years of German. I, I, I just think, I, I don't really think that languages should be taught in schools the way that it's being taught. Right, Claudia? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I, and I think that here's, a re, here's something, and the reason why I was excited to do this subject today is because I think uh, learning Spanish is the perfect um, example or perfect possibility for you on your own to really learn. And I think you would pick it up very quickly. There's things like Duolingo, which are just, yes. it's a flashcard app on your phone. You can learn your own time. There's Rosetta Stone, which is fantastic and doesn't, uh, it simulates an immersive uh, environment, which is cool. And, and there's a lot of other tools now at your disposal that are actually fun and not a fucking dusty old thick book that's been paged through a million times. But that's not even my argument. I'm just saying that as a thing, as my to Spanish, open your mind. My Spanish teacher in grade school's name was Mr. Cooley, and his yeah. claim, he didn't speak Spanish. What? And his claim to fame was he, he drove the bus at the Utah Olympics. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, where, do a, listen. So man. you see the learning I, I think, Spanish. I think, <laughs> Yeah, I think I think learning Spanish for you is ripe for reconsideration. All right. So okay. here's my first argument, which is a, a very simple one and, and maybe a bit too obvious, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. Which is. You're a writer. Right. Allegedly. <laughs> RJ Thineman calls himself a writer, but yeah. and I think like. Look, any time you're going to learn a new thing, you are going to learn everything about that new thing. If you are learning to drive, you're also good. That's a terrible example. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> my point, my thing, my argument, is this. My, my argument is this. Learning Spanish or another language is going to teach you more about English and is going to help you become a better writer. Getting into the nuts and bolts, getting under the hood. There's your there's your there's your car analogy. <laughs> getting under the hood into the engine of how Spanish works is going to teach you more about English and going to make you a better writer and maybe open it up. Very famously, the famous author David Mitchell, who wrote Cloud Atlas and all these other things, was a stutterer as a child. He stuttered, horrible stutter. That's what made him a great writer because he had to learn other words uh, of what he wanted to say and express himself that didn't make him stutter. So he learned to talk or speak around what he wanted to say. And then he learned more about the English language and that helped to be a better writer. I think that is something uh, that's going to help you. Claudia, uh, uh, writing an entire book <laughs> seems extremely difficult. And But I'm sure in, in writing that book, getting under the hood of writing a book about film, you learned a lot about film that you probably didn't know. I did. I did. Um, even though I have to um, contradict you a little bit in this. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> God damn. Um, Already? Claudia, no, 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 no. I, did, I, right, I still think you should learn Fuck. Spanish. I did. Shit. But I have, to, I have to be honest. And when you learn a second language, sometimes when you write, it's more difficult to write in your first language because you have like your head is a little bit messed up um oh, with languages i'm really sorry however 
No, that's okay. RJ barely writes anyway, so (laughs) maybe he just starts writing. Maybe he becomes a famous Spanish author. Maybe he just writes in Spanish. That's where I was going. Blaze arguments. He started with saying, don't teach Spanish in school. No, no, no. But but on the other side, he's right in in the sense that, for example, Vladimir Nabokov, he he wasn't a. F- I I think he wrote Lolita in French. I think it was he wasn't a French speaker. He was Russian, so he learned French really? and then he wrote his most famous book in in there in a go. foreign language. So maybe I'm the only it's one. Book. <laughs> but he wrote it the whole of Hell it. Hell is crazier. <laughs> so yeah. so maybe you're more of a Nabokov than me, which gets messed up with both languages when she when I write. Lean in. Do you think yes, he exactly. wrote that? Do you think he wrote that in another language so that none of his friends knew that he wrote it? Because it's so fucked up. <laughs> I think it's pretty famous, so all of his friends know it by at this point. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. He's like, God damn. He's like, oh no. Oh, it's been translated into every language. Fuck. Yeah. Now even more people can read it. God damn it. I should have just written it in Russian. Fuck. So anyway, that's okay, fine. So it's not a great argument. But uh, you know what? Maybe then you lean in and you become... Well, can I ask... I, that, that's interesting to me, Claudia. So you, when you learn English... When you're writing in Spanish, <laughs> sometimes English words pop into your head and yeah. you and that screws you up? Yeah. I'm just trying to understand how that works. Yeah, it's... Um, there is a famous writer in Spain, Juan Ramón Jiménez. He used to teach in the United States Spanish and he refused to learn English during the, his whole life. He was a poet because it messed up with his words. So yeah, uh, sure. it ha- it kind of happens to me a bit. And sometimes I make up words because I think they exist in Spanish. And then I realize that I'm doing a fake translation from English. But <laughs> Spanish. yes, but w- bad one. Like mm, in Spain, it's it's like, what, what are you? Anyway, but I still think um, some other people actually get um, help from learning a second language when they write and they help. And, and for you as a writer, as uh, as Blay said before, y- you would be able to read in other languages, which would benefit you as a writer, maybe not in your writing per se, but in your acquisition of knowledge. And, and also like, you know, somebody like Cormac McCarthy a lot of his novels, you know, deal with the Southwest and Mexico and, and that stuff. And he write a lot of his characters obviously speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. And so he writes that. And it, that's an interesting tool, too, because he's not translating what they're saying. You just have to infer what they're saying from kind uh-huh. of how people how people react and all those things. So there's a lot of ways to go with it. Um, but, you know, uh, so maybe not my original argument works well. All right. Let, let's move on to number two. Let's move on to argument number two. Argument number two, I, I think, is a little maybe easier to digest, which is, look, if you are going to learn another language, you are working out your brain. All right. As we get older, <laughs> the plasticity of our brains starts to 
uh, decline. And I think it's always important to challenge yourself and and problem solve in new ways. There's a video game called The Witness that, that Arjun and I have spoken about a lot. And that game is all about mazes and puzzles and thinking of w- really, honestly, as far outside the box as I've ever thought before. And I could feel it rewiring my brain. It was basically very much like learning a new language, playing The Witness, because there's all these rules for puzzles that you have to kind of remember and and do to and then you and then they build upon each other so they combine all these puzzles and it truly the eight months I played that game I was thinking in a different way and I was seeing the world in a different way and and it I could feel my brain getting muscles or whatever you know I should see a doctor <laughs> so in that way RJ you know it's like I, I think learning a language affects a different part of your brain than anything else you're doing in your life. And the language center of the brain is separate from the rest of the thing. So I think that even trying to learn a language, even on a low level with like an app or something is going to help your overall brain health and make you less stupid. (laughs) Well, this is a point that I think I can get on board with just this point, because that is true that I, Claudia, do you, I'm assuming since you are fluent in both language and French, even though you're being bashful about <laughs> your French, uh, when you speak in English, do you also think in English or does it translate as you go? My question, so that's kind of half a question. And then if the answer is yes, you do. Do you remember when you were a kid when that kind of like switched over? Because I, you know, in my 12 years of learning <laughs> Spanish... Obviously, I never was thinking in Spanish. Oh, really? <laughs> so, or maybe I am, and that's why my English is so bad. But my, you know, I, I don't know. Is there was there ever like a like a light bulb that went off where it was like, oh, and then your brain just started thinking in English too? Yes, I I don't remember the exact time, but I remember that when I was a kid, I had to translate mentally uh, what I was saying when I was talking to someone, oh. and now I don't. Um, I think uh, one of the reasons was uh, the fact that my parents sent me away to to immerse myself in English speaking places and the fact that I talk a lot. So uh, when I was in those families and I wanted to tell them things, even though I I didn't have all of the words at that time, I just wanted to tell them what had happened the day before or something. So I was trying to speak so fast that I I think at that point it started to go through my mouth without having to translate it mentally. I think that was the point. That's interesting. Do you, do, do you dream in, have you ever dreamed in, uh, do you dream in Spanish or English I, or both? I have thought about this, but I don't really remember. I think I, I do. Like if I'm ever in your dreams, <laughs> am I speaking Spanish I do, I, to you? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> the only time it's going to happen. Apparently. No, I, I really don't <laughs> remember. Um, I think when I was living in the States, probably I was dreaming in English. Um, but I I, I cool. really don't remember now. I've, I've heard that that's one of the things that it's a signal for for your mind to switch. But I don't remember that. Now, because you're because you live mm-hmm. in Spain now, um, is it harder to practice English? Like, do you think <laughs> you get 
rustier <laughs> or do you still use it all the time? No, I, I, I get rustier. I still read in English and watch films and stuff and I listen to your podcast. So I'm practicing that, but um, I don't have anyone to talk to in English. So in, in that sense, it that's why I said my English is a little bit rusty because it's I don't have where to practice. Sometimes I speak alone to myself at home to practice. <laughs> me, me too. Same, me, me too. too. Yeah. So, yeah. so oh. that's... <laughs> and, RJ, and RJ lives with his wife, so that's super weird. Yeah. Honey, I'm talking to myself. Don't you should commit. start doing that in Spanish. Why are we doing this? Start guy? talking to yourself in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. You know when you stare into the mirror every morning, RJ, and a uh -huh. single tear comes down your face, you just go, why? Why did I do this? Why Start speaking yes. that tear yeah. in Spanish. In That's Spanish. a good idea. In Spanish. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Uh, all right. So my third... So anyway, second, second argument, it's good for your brain. Exercise. Third, brain exercise. Third argument... Phone. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Claudia, did you watch the show I Lost? Did. Oh, yeah. I did. I love Lost. Mm -hmm. Okay, you watched the show, right? These people on this island, there's a smoke monster. We're trying to figure out what's going on, the Dharma Initiative, all that stuff. Okay. Now, I love that show. Well, I don't, I don't, I mean, the middle seasons kind of suck. But <laughs> One of my favorite shows. Yeah, me too. Me too. And, but RJ and I have talked about this, and I've, I've talked about this with a lot of other people. That show would have kind of only really been two seasons if the people on the island had talked to each other. <laughs> Yeah. It was a lot of like walking long distances and then not saying crazy shit that yeah. happened to them. Like, how are you? Pretty good. Oh, where's the water over here? Meanwhile, they've just fought a smoke monster. Yeah. And the other people have seen a Dharma Initiative tag on a shark's tail. Yeah. And they, they could have just, it would have been over very quickly. They just communicated. Yeah. No one told anyone that they just killed a polar bear right. on this yeah. tropical island. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. So here's why I think you should learn Spanish. You love the outdoors. You let have you have every piece of survival equipment <laughs> avail that you could buy at REI. Uh-huh. And the one survival tool you don't have is speaking another language. Communication is the ultimate survival tool. And Aside from that, even not in a life, a, 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 a dangerous life situation, it's a great networking tool for your job. Increased networking skills. Think about how many millions and millions of people on this planet speak Spanish in multiple countries. You cannot communicate with any of them. Yet, if you learn Spanish, it would open up all of those people who could pay you money to write movie scripts. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I. I so, yeah, I'm down with the the first part. the The survival tool is awesome. I think that's yeah. a cool. I've always said it, in that classic question of like, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Mine has always been to know every <laughs> language instantly. I think that would be so. Well, then this cool. means you should have said that up top, dude. <laughs> well, that's of the course, end of podcast. But that, but I. That's can't literally learn what we're them all. about, you asshole. I know, but I can't learn this them all. It's gonna be a five minute episode. Yep, no, I'm, I'm talking. Down. I'm talking about. Well, yeah, if you have a machine where I can like plug into, oh, and then right. I just yeah, yeah, know yeah. it. That's like awesome. Babblefish, like Hitchhiker's Guide to the of Galaxy. Of course, I want to know these languages, but. You're lazy. You know, learning it is the hard thing. The networking thing is insane. No, it's not. What it's not insane. It's not insane. But you go, you go in, into a room to pitch a show, and yeah, you, but and, but then what? it won't be as fun because I can't bring <laughs> Cloudy as my translator. 
And you could you could bring yes. her as your writer. You know, the <laughs> yeah. problem, I think the problem here is that you speak English. Like if you like, no, I mean, <laughs> well, it's not big well. I mean, it's <laughs> the most, well, apart from Chinese, but everyone speaks English. So you don't have the need to speak like I did have the need to, to learn English, to communicate with not only the States or the United Kingdom, but everyone in the world. But you don't have that that Excellent. force of nature that forces you to to learn it. However, the United States, I read it the other day, it's going to be in two decades, the second the, the country with um, the most Spanish-speaking population after Mexico. So you might have a force of nature that forces you yeah. to learn Spanish in two decades. So you should do it now because in two decades you're going to be too old to learn another language. <laughs> He'll yeah. be long dead. He's going to be dead in like two months. I have, seen, I have seen it in Instagram. Well, I will say that <laughs> it just, it's, uh, it's ice cream yeah. and pizza. It's disgusting. Yeah, Sometimes together. Been, she's seen it. I, I have seen, I have uh, that. That's an interesting point, Claudia, too, because, you know, we mm-hmm. live and we live in Southern California. So we see, we, I believe, I could be wrong about this, but I believe English speakers are the minority actually mm-hmm. in Southern California. I believe and that. I think, uh, I grew up on the East mm-hmm. coast where there's less Spanish speaking. And then I came here and it was culturally just totally different. The food is different. The, you know, decorations different, you know, there's all sorts of different stuff. And my wife and I, we just redid part of our house. And so many of the laborers that helped us on the house only spoke Spanish and the amount of times I just wished I could understand, because like they would be like having a great time. It'd be their lunch break and they'd be sitting out on our steps and they would just be joking, laughing. I'd be like, I just want to know what you're saying. Is it about me? Probably. But like, I just, I just was so, there is something about like, you feel a little less, mm-hmm. you feel a little powerless, no matter what language it is. Yeah, they were probably saying this guy who, so knows, is a good who speaks English, tool. of course, they don't have the need to speak another language, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And like, you know, like one of my favorite mm-hmm. directors is Alejandro Inaratu, and which I butchered his name, although, but I love him. I mean, God, the Revenant, Birdman, like no, so that's many. No, Gravity? Uh, that was Caron. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's a, but, um. Okay, never mind. <laughs> But who I also yes. love, by the way, he did yes. Children of Men, which was an insane, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my God, yeah, yeah. like unbelievable. Like That's a crazy those two movie. guys are un- unbelievable in their talent and just their movies mm-hmm. are, and he did Roma, Caron did Roma, but like, oh my God. And to be able to listen to them being interviewed in their native language uh, uh, of Spanish would be absolutely incredible because when I-, I watch a lot of interviews of those guys and, and you can tell like they're great, obviously English speakers, but it's not the same, man. And and those guys are dealing with such amazing ideas and thoughts and techniques. And you know, it's I, I, I the translated English, even though they're doing a great job speaking it, I know I'm missing out. And and um and so yeah. So but anyway, all that being said, also networking, dude. Like you know, like networking, talking to people at parties. This business is all about who you know. And not speaking Spanish, you are not able to know uh, a large segment of people who live in L.A. who could help you, you know, mm-hmm. make movies and make TV shows and that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Un, 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 Fine, when you break your leg on a mountain in Mexico, or, or fuck up because you're lost in a kayak in Spain, you know what I'm saying? Then you can speak to people about I, getting help. I, listen, but you haven't told, you haven't convinced me. And Claudia, all right, well, you shut up, shut up. We're gonna go to a break. We're gonna go to a break, and we'll come back with RJ's verdict, right? Because you're about to say your verdict. No, I wasn't. Okay, fine. I, no, I just want to say you haven't convinced me how I'm going to learn Spanish. Like you, I, I said it on I top. want, I want okay. to learn it, but like, oh Christ! But the, I, Claudia, I you if you things. could say what is the what yes. if if I had to learn it, what would your like? step-by-step process be for me to practically um, learn I have Spanish. to say oh, that we God. have the same problem with English that you have with Spanish in education. Like, we start every year with the verb to be in present, and everyone is like, bleh, this, this is right. boring. So I think forget those 12 yeah. years, right. because apparently you, you – it, yeah – uh, well, yeah, yeah, that's true. You have forgotten those. <laughs> and like the best thing you can do, I think Lay was re- was right with the use of these apps. I've used Duolingo and it's the best. And and then the second thing you can do is talk to people. Like you're in Southern California. Everywhere you go, there are Spanish speakers. The more you talk to people, the more interested you're going to become in what, well, Actually, I have another idea for you, too, because you like the outdoors. So (laughs) have you ever been to Latin America? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I have. I've been to Mexico. And how did you communicate with people there? (laughs) Not Lots of sign language. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. I, it was a lot of like pointing and and me just like uh, stuttering in English. Like I couldn't even say what I wanted in English because I was like nervous and I didn't know how to. So you being uh, a writer, yeah. like Lay said in his number one point, aren't you curious about what those people have to tell you when you are visiting those Yes, well, there's your motivation is to start speaking with those people. In so start with the apps and then practice. I think the best thing you can do for a language is just practice and practice and practice. And just don't be ashamed if you're doing it wrong because you're going to be doing it wrong because everyone's doing it wrong at the beginning. And just talk to them, tell them stuff, and listen to them. And you're in one of the best places to do so because you're surrounded by people. You have two Spanish-speaking friends. You just talked about us. So. Yeah, I, well, and I think that's part of it, though. I think you hit it on the head real real mm-hmm. quick there at the end. You, you said don't feel ashamed. And I think there is mm-hmm. a big, like, I am intimidated by people mm-hmm. who speak Spanish mm-hmm. well I don't want because I don't want to screw it up. I don't want to offend anyone. I don't want to come off as a total idiot because I am one. You know what I mean? Like, but I need to get over that. I think but that's Cla- the biggest Claudia, wouldn't you say anytime I've ever traveled and tried like in Ghana or Armenia, I try, we learn a few phrases yes. and anytime I try those out, people are always delighted. Yes. Always that's delighted true. that you're trying. And then they, they kind of correct you and it becomes a fun bond between you and a stranger. I think it's I think that instinct, I think the reality I, is the I opposite think, of that yeah, instinct. Yeah, I think that's true. You, you the the more people are seeing that you are trying to discover their language, the more they're gonna help you and the m- more words they're gonna teach you. 
So if you say something wrong, they're not going to be angry at you because they know you yeah. don't speak that language. They're going to teach you the right way. And yeah, no, no, go, go for it. Yeah. It's like if, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna, I, w- I was just going to agree with you and say, you know, RJ, imagine if somebody came up to you and was trying to speak English, you would be like, mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh no. And, and it's this thing. You would be yeah, very, yeah. so the same, same thing. <laughs> Get away. Yeah, get away from me! <laughs> yeah. How did you get my house? All right. Yeah. Uh, well, we are going to hear RJ's verdict uh, right after these messages. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. We're here with Claudia Lorenzo, the author of Cinema in a Hundred in a Hundred Questions. Yes. Love Cinema it. in a Hundred Questions. That's a great book. God. Yeah, and, great book. Uh, get it wherever you can get books written in Spanish. <laughs> Literally, probably anywhere, Amazon, any of these places. Uh, So I'm trying to convince RJ, Claudia and I are trying to convince RJ to learn Spanish. And again, my three kind of big arguments are, I mean, your first language is improved. So English will be improved by getting under the hood of another language, the nuts and bolts and figuring out how all that stuff works will be like, oh, that's what an adverb is. Uh, I think it's also my second (laughs) argument is, is it helps your brain. It's good as we get older, as we get aged, uh, our brains start to crumble. And uh, and this is something it's a it's the language center of your brain is a different place than than uh, than your motor skills and all these other things. It's important we keep that sharp and learning a new language is going to expand your consciousness and 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 force you. It's kind of like get, making your brain go to the gym. And my final argument is RJ love survival stuff. And uh, it's the best survival tool is being is is communication. And so learning a new language is going to help you communicate. And then also adding on to that l- less of an argument, but will help with networking, too, in the business of being able to talk to people. And also, you know, right before the break, we uh, Claudia was, was explaining and, and speaking on how to learn this language, you know, not in school, but like Duolingo, Rosetta Stone, these things. I just wanted to add one more thing to that, which is like the trope of people learning English, which is watching American movies. Mm -hmm. If you watch Spanish speaking movies, you are going to learn Spanish that, you know, that the opposite is that trope, right? How did you learn English? Oh, when I was a kid, I watched all these American gangster movies, whatever, A, B, C, and D. Mm -hmm. You could start. That's another way um, that is the opposite of schooling. Claudia, do you have anything to add before RJ gives us his verdict? Um, I think, no, I think the, the, um, the thing that you have to get over, as you said before, is the shame. If because once yeah. you do that and you start, and there's a lot of it. <laughs> once you start talking to people, um, I think everyone's gonna be eager to teach you more and more Spanish. That's okay. Right. All exactly. right. So the arguments are good. Uh, <laughs> first argument. Uh, learn it'll, it'll help your writing. Claudia immediately shut that one down, so we'll put that one aside. No, for a oh, no, I <laughs> but I have to say but, that I uh, I can come back to that argument and and say that he was right. No, don't, no, don't, no, 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 but no, I, I found right new reasons for you to be Although right. I am right, yes. but no, don't. that's true. You did, you did, you you added on different reasons. But uh, and then, but I will say the exercising the brain. It is like a cool, practical puzzle to learn. Um, and then uh, survival tips, I, I've always agreed with that. I think that would be cool. 
but I'm still stuck on the shame part. I still am, I'm just very intimidated. It's a big thing. It's like reading a huge book. Is it? It's hard to start a book that's really big. It's hard to climb a mountain that's really tall. But I think, I'm not gonna say no, but I'm going to meet you halfway. I'm gonna, I'm going to, I'm gonna download the Duolingo app. Yes. Okay. And I'm gonna start to to experiment with some Spanish. <laughs> Please do. But well, that, no, but that's that, not meeting halfway. But I, can't, but I can't say that I'm going to learn. No. But you're gonna Spanish. try. No, no, that's you trying, and that I'll means, try. That means and if Claudia won. gives me lessons, no, no, yeah, that's that means, that's the thing. The ne our communications from now on are all gonna be in Spanish. That's it. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, you're gonna God. learn right. it. I gotta get someone hostage. Holding him language hostage. Google Translate. And I'm gonna Google tell Google. Melissa to do the same, just in case. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. That is oh, fantastic. All right. Well, I think we broke him down, Claudia. <laughs> I think we broke him down. Uh, thank you for for joining us, Claudia yeah, Lorenzo. Claudia. Everyone, thank please, you. everyone, go out there, pick up Claudia's book, Cinema in a Hundred Questions, and of course, you could tune into new episodes of Hear Me Out every Wednesday. Please give us a rate and review, and tell all your pals if there's something you want us to debate. Send us an email over at Hear Me Out. Hear Me Out at gmail.com that's hear me out twice at gmail.com and thank you to Brett Kusher for producing the podcast The Great Strange Hotels for the fantastic theme song and we'll see y'all next week adios adios <laughs> Hasta luego.